Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly, we are super excited because there's a lot going down in Hollywood and we got a lot to cover today. Oh my goodness. Oscar nominations, so freaking crazy. Isn't that right? Oh yeah, fantastic. Uh, Continued record-breaking stuff from uh, James Cameron, which heavily played into the Oscar nominations, I think. Um, Warner Brothers, we've got good news and bad news if you're DC fans. We've got great Shazam news. We've got not-so-great Doom Patrol and Titans news. Uh, just like, and then uh, of course we can. Netflix had a big old huge purchase from uh, Sundance. We've got everything going on this week, guys. Everything going on. Well, let's get a little crazy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of 216. You guys know what's happening in Hollywood because we're going to be talking about it. Oh, man. Oh, man. But before we tease the rest of what's going on, be sure to leave a rating on this podcast. Comment below and tell us what you actually think about ItCaf Podcast. Leaving a rating actually helps this show get seen by more people, especially those who are trying to break into the entertainment industry. Or if you just love entertainment news, we got you covered. (laughs) But before we get this thing started, you know... You have to go over to our website, www.crazyantmedia.com, where you can start rocking the latest and greatest Crazy Ant Media gear. We have shirts. We have hats. We have anything and everything you need. Soon to have coffee mugs ourselves, because you guys know we drink coffee a lot, so we'll be repping that stuff on the show. Super excited about those. Uh, Yeah, me too. Like, literally, you can literally dress from head to toe in Crazy Ant stuff. And not just dress from head to toe, but then you can also drink, eat, like just like all you know, it. all of it. Anything that you want to do, you can do it with Crazy Ant. Exactly, like, just... exactly. But we're gonna get this show started off with the Oscar nominations, of course. And I mean, we're gonna be talking about you know what what got the most nominations. And right now, everything, everywhere, all at once got eleven nominations. Yeah. All in the uh, all quiet in the Western Front got nine nominations. Banshees of Inshirin uh, got nine is that how you say that uh insurance insurance got nine uh elvis got eight the fablemans got seven nominations tar got six top gun maverick also got six and then black panther wakanda forever got five i'm just excited that that one got as many nominations that it did uh me too because uh angela bassett and we'll talk about it but she made history for superhero slash mcu movies because she's the first person in any one of those to actually get nominated in a major category not sound or special effects or costumes but in like a, a lead acting a category. And I don't mean lead actress. I just mean in a top acting category. We'll discuss it. We'll get there. But let's start off with the nominations for Best Picture, obviously, which also made some history because, guys, you know how they typically stay away from box office blockbusters, right? Anything that makes a shit ton of money, they normally are like, oh, we like other oh, stuff. But not this time. There's a bunch of block uh, blockbuster films on this list. Uh, first one out was All Quiet on the Western Front. Second was Avatar The Way of Water. The Banshees of Insharin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, 
and women talking. Oh, a lot of good ones right there, and a lot of ones that are super are exciting for the mass audiences to oh, yeah. go see. Now, we're talking about best directors now for uh, Martin McDonagall for Banshees, uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schreinhart for uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, uh, and Ruben Ostelud for Triangle of Sadness. Yes, now we're jumping over to best lead actor in a motion picture, Austin Butler for Elvis, of course, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Insurin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. Is it that Bill Nye? No, uh, no not, it's not, not that Bill It's Nye. not the science guy. It's not, no. it's not. <laughs> well, the best lead actress category, Kate Blanchett with Tara, Anna Diarmas with Blonde, Andrea Riseborough with Two Leslie. Mm, a lot of controversy around that one A lot of controversy around, that one, right around that one. Uh, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's a tough category. It is, it is. Uh, speaking of tough category, this one is too. Best Supporting Actor. You've got Brendan Gleeson from The Banshees of Insharon, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch, who literally screen time is like seven total minutes in yeah. the film, but nominated anyway uh, for The Fablemans, Barry Keel for the Banshees of Insurin and Ki Huai Kwan, who seems to be the front runner for everything, everywhere, all at once. It's true. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hung Cho from The Whale, Carrie Condon from Banshees, Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Stephanie Hashu from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once as well. Mm. Now, will they cancel each other out? We That's don't the know. Thing. That's the thing. Know. Best Adapted Screenplay, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living... Top Gun Maverick, Women Talking. So there you go. Uh, best original screenplay, we got Banshees, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Mm, best cinematography, which we always love because we're big camera guys, All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Mm, and a lot of ones that nobody likes to talk about in the mass audiences, but we love documentaries, yes. so we're on to the best documentary feature film. All That Breaths, um, All That Breathes, All the Beauty and Bloodshed, uh, Fire of Love, A House of Made of Splinters, and Navalny. So, mm. All those right there. Yeah. And if you're not into feature documentaries, how about just sitting down and watching a short How one? about a short? <laughs> Best documentary short film. This is the one that uh, Emily has already de declared the winner. Uh, the Elephant Whisperers. Go figure. Haul Out. How Do You Measure a Year? The Martha Mitchell Effect and Stranger at the Gate. So mm. those all sound interesting. For sure. Well, now we're on to Best Film Editing and Banshees. Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Tar, and rounding it out with Top Gun Maverick. Mm, best International Feature Film, which this time, like last year, has contenders that are also up for Best Picture, period. Yep. But here's Best International Feature Film, All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina, Close, EO, The Quiet Girl. So mm, there you go. For sure. Well, best original song. This one's a tough category right now as well. Applause from uh, Tell It Like a Woman. Uh, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And Natu Natu from RRR. And This Is a Life from 
everything, everywhere, all at once. I know what you're thinking. Where the crawdads sing? What the fuck? Where's Taylor Swift? But yeah, man. Snub. A lot of people thought she was a shoo-in, but apparently not. Best production design. All quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. I feel like on this one, if you put in Avatar, The Way of the Water, how do you not put in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which also took place predominantly underwater? That's true. How the fuck did you not put that one in there? Just saying. Just saying, man. Uh, Best visual effects. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick. Mm, there a lot of you good go. ones. Oh, yeah. See, they got that one right. Uh, best animated feature film, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with the Shoes on, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. We were talking about this earlier. We think this might actually be the first year that Disney does not win this bad boy, right? Right. At like, least I the mean, last couple of years. I feel like the last time was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, best animated short film, uh, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, oh. uh, The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, The Year of Dicks, and The Ostrich Told Me That the World is Fake, and I Think I Believe It. Uh, I'm just going to go, now, for for all of you out there, because that caused quite the stir during the nominations, right? The, the, yeah, The Year of Dicks, or My Year of Dicks. It's exactly what it's about, My Year of Dicks. It is about the sexual outgoing uh, revolution and coming to age story of this young woman who decides that she's not going to be a virgin by the time her, I think it was senior year or maybe sophomore year of high school is over. Mm. And she goes on the exploration of a year of sexual revolution Mm. and and, um, discovery. Interesting animated her one. year of dicks. Interesting animated <laughs> short. Very. Just saying. Um. Yeah. Is, is this me? Yeah. No, it's me. It is. Uh, best live action short. No dicks. Uh, an Irish goodbye. In Valu, Le Poupoli, Night Ride, and the Red Suitcase. I mean, there might be dicks for sure. I don't you know. never know. <laughs> well, best costume design: Babylon, Black mm. Panther, Wakanda Forever. Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Miss Harris Goes to Paris. Yes. Uh, best Makeup and Hairstyling, All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and my particular one that I think should win hands down, The Whale. Mm. If you guys didn't see it and see that fat suit, holy shit. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, best Original Score, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Babylon, Banshees, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and The Fablemans. I'm pulling for The Fablemans on this one because John Williams, this is one of his last feature films that he is doing. Yes. And I mean, he's legendary. Legendary. That's just all there is to it. Uh, best sound is... Oh, see, that's what the fuck happens if you don't know what you're doing with sound. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Oh, my goodness. And all of that, guys. It's so super exciting because I felt like a lot of these were introduced to a mainstream audience, which a lot of people complained about in other years that they haven't seen or heard of any of the other films. Well, all 23 categories will be aired during the Oscars of 2023's telecast. I know some lower-end awards were not last year, and a lot of people like gave them heat about it. The Nooms comes after eight different Oscar categories, original score, hair, 
and makeup uh, styling, documentary short, film editing, production design, animated short, live action short, and sound, like I said, were cut last year, mm. uh, leading to an outcry across the film industry. Oh, yeah. Now, in case you need to know when to tune in, the 2023 Oscars will take place Sunday, March 12th at the Dolby Theater at Ovation Hollywood. Now, Jimmy Kimmel is back as the host after previously leading the awards show in 2017 and 2018. I feel like they needed a strong grip on it because of the slap incident. It's going to be interesting to see how Kimmel... Uh, approaches that oh for sure <laughs> no for sure and of course we will be doing our live oscar watch party on our youtube channel so we will once again be competing for a golden funko yes and you can stream it right along with us get a little crazy get a few drinks get a few candy that you love going to the theaters with and just have an overall good time like i said crazy ant media's live oscar watch party on youtube so be sure to check us out hell I'm yeah super excited and make your picks we're gonna be sitting over the next couple of weeks watching all of the nominated films and filling out our ballots make sure you go to abc or oscars.org to get your ballot fill it out and see how well you do against us okay now is it all oscars all the time it seems so but there is other news true like jumping over to the house of mouse where things are back in order that's right (laughs) without any notable competition duh avatar the way of water continued its mighty box office reign with ease james cameron blockbuster sequel added 15.7 million from 3600 north american theaters between friday and today enough to claim the number one spot for the seventh consecutive weekend Mm. It's not it, though. The film has also passed Star Wars The Force Awakens as the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. Director James Cameron's sci-fi epic has now earned $620 million at the domestic box office and $2.117 billion globally. The Force Awakens, the other sci-fi sequel released long after the previous installments, finished its theatrical run with just $2.064 billion just after yeah. hitting theaters in December of 2015. Now... Where does that leave all of it? Well, with this latest box office milestone, Cameron now has three of the top four highest grossing films in Mm. movie history. He's also the only director with three films to cross $2 billion. Now, this is interesting, too. Notably, Zoe Zeldana, who plays Natiri in the Avatar series, has now also starred in four of the six films to cross $2 billion. Because she also appears in both the Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War, reprising, of course, her Guardians of the Galaxy role of Gamora. Now, the original Avatar, which debuted in theaters 13 years ago and stayed there for about 12 of those years, I'm just kidding, <laughs> remains the biggest movie of all time with $2.9 billion. Avengers Endgame trails this far behind with $2.79 billion, which I'm betting will get a re-release and pass it. While Titanic stands as the third highest grossing release ever with $2.19 billion. Now, are you ready? Because he's not done. He wants all the top five spots. A third Avatar entry has already been set for release in December of 2024, and there are plans for a fourth and fifth to continue the intergenerational saga of Jake Uh. Sully, who's, of course, played by Sam Worthington, and Natiri's family, which is, of course, Zoe Zeldana. Mm, that's so crazy so many things happening right there with that film happy to see the success for disney i'm super excited to see it now we have to see it because of the oscar nominations yeah yeah i was i was back and forth but apparently i have to watch exactly 
Well, the Bears breakout <laughs> star, Ayo Edbari, uh, has joined Marvel Studios' Ooh. anti-hero team-up feature yes. in Thunderbolts. Now, her role is undisclosed right now. Um, Feige announced Thunderbolts at San Diego Comic-Con in 2022 as a climax of Phase 5 of Marvel Cinematic Universe, which starts in February with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, if you didn't know, and is currently set to premiere on uh, July 26th of 2024, so mm. be sure to mark your calendar for that one i mean she is the breakout star of that show her back and forth with the lead is freaking phenomenal yeah. and uh if for anybody who didn't know harrison ford is playing thunderbolt himself yes thunderbolt ross yes so that's gonna be epic yeah, for sure this one is causing a lot of controversy y'all like a lot of controversy because some people are like they were two consenting adults you can do whatever you want to but apparently at abc you cannot Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, who surprised TV viewers by developing a behind-the-scenes romance while anchoring ABC News' GMA3, and who were also both married while doing so, have been let go from the Disney-backed journalism unit. The news division said in a statement, quote, after several productive conversations with Amy Robach and TJ Holmes about different options, we all agreed it's best for everyone that they move on from ABC News. Translation, we fired them. Yeah. We recognize their talent and commitment over the years and are thankful for their contributions. The duo's exit may bring new challenges to ABC News, though. Its bench of up-and-comers has been depleted in recent years, with Tom Lamas seen as a potential success. For, for David Muir at World News Tonight, leaving for a new role at NBC News, and more recently, Celia Vega, who has filled in for Robin Roberts on GMAs just like too many times to count, yeah. she took a new job at CBS News' 60 Minutes. So, mm. A lot of things happening, man. A lot of things happening. Uh, Janae Norman. Be yeah, ready. That's our pick. We love Be it. ready, girl. Uh, we want you. For sure. Well, this one's very interesting as well. A lot of people are actually happy about it. Uh, Chris, <laughs> uh, Krista Vernoff is stepping down as showrunner and executive producer of both Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 at ABC. Now, Vernoff will officially depart upon the conclusion of the current season of both shows. Mm. Grey's is currently in its 19th season, while Station 19 is in its sixth. No new showrunner for either show has yet been to be named I'll now, do it. right vernoff started off as a writer and eventually executive producer on gray's anatomy during its seventh season before departing the series um for seven seasons before departing the series the she returned in season 14 as showrunner she has served as showrunner on station 19 a spinoff of gray's as you all know since the show's third season now, Vernoff also previously worked on fellow Grey's spinoff, uh, Private Practice. Outside of that, though, she is known for her amazing work on Shameless at Showtime and the original Charmed at CW. So, I mean, her resume is pretty stacked. Yeah. Let's it, not lie about yeah. it. I'm surprised it took as long as it did to see the Charmed girls pop up in Grey's Anatomy at yeah. some point. Because I was like, well, that was a given. For sure. So, uh, Disney Plus has handed a second season order to Extraordinary, mm. the superhero series from the up-and-coming writer Emma Moran and Killing Eve producer Sid Gentle two days prior to the first season launch. Nice. Yeah, I love when they announce that they're giving it a second season before we've even seen it. Extraordinary launches later this week and follows Jen, a painfully self-aware 25-year-old woman who doesn't have a superpower in the world where everyone else does. Yeah. Adrift in a big, confusing world and armed with nothing but a bit of hope, Jen begins her journey to find her maybe 
superpower. I think this is a great idea. I what think if so you too. were the only person? I mean, we always talk about everybody who doesn't have superpowers and then, oh, these, like, hand... What if you were the only one that didn't fucking have superpowers? Yeah, and I mean, coming like- from the anime side, if you all have watched My Hero, this sounds a lot like this, so it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. That's on Hulu, so you be sure to check that one out as well. Well, Neil Patrick Harris made a surprise return to his How I Met Your Mother character, Barney Stinson, in the season two premiere of Hulu's How I Met Your Father. And it appears he will play a pivotal role role in the spinoff series in the final beats of the episode titled cool and chill the timeline shifts to a year after the events earlier in the episode now sophie leaves her mom Lori, who's patrick brewster a historic hysterical voicemail saying she thinks she is dating her father before suddenly crashing into a luxury suv when the driver's uh, side door opens the victim reveals to be the one and only barney he, yes. he shrugs off and tells Sophie, dude, just as the <laughs> bumper falls off the Audi and onto the sidewalk, the series creators Isaac Apiker and Elizabeth Berger revealed Barney will be back for more episodes, though the duo is keeping mum about the role that Barney will play in How I Met Your Father. They confirm he is not Sophie's father, though, so be sure to cut that theory out. But I mean, I know a lot of us have our theories about that show, so I'm excited excited to see how he plays into this role and how that character has grown as an individual oh for sure for sure uh i I just yeah i mean what the only other one so far is robin right yeah yeah so so far so we'll see if any more pop up but the fact that barney's going to be in multiple that makes me really happy the fx pilot based on Catherine lacy's novel the answers is rounding out its main cast with six new additions lucy hale and so we're pulling for you lucy that this one is a hit raul esperanza raul esperanza sorry from law and order special victims unit love him too chris marshall melanie field palavi sharda and kineta kanudu have all joined the drama pilot alongside previously announced cast member David Cornsweat. Now, per the official logline, the show takes place in the near future and follows a heartbroken young woman who joins an enigmatic experiment that promises to hack love. Mm. But after moving into an idyllic secluded location with her fellow female participants, she and the other women start questioning what's really happening in the experiment and why they've all been tasked with dating the same mysterious man. The pilot hails from writer Kit Steckenheyer, who serves as executive producer. Our friend, our, our buddy friend and former guest Danny Strong and Darren Aronfisky uh, are also set, boy, I need more coffee, are also set to executive produce. This is quite the run. Danny's having quite a run. Darren, obviously, with the whale is having quite the run. And we're hoping everything works out for Lucy because, man, we want her back. For sure. Well, all you fans of adult animated comedies, you are very happy. This past week has made some epic, epic, epic news for all of you uh fox they have ordered two more seasons of its staple animated comedies the simpsons that one's gonna last outlast all of us oh, uh, sure. bob's for burgers sure. and family guy continuing their long time runs at fox uh through the 2024 
2024-2025 broadcast cycle. The renewals guarantee 14 and 15 for Bob's Burgers, the 22nd and 23rd of Family Guy, and the record-setting 35th and 36th season of The Simpsons, extending its standing as the longest-running scripted series in television history. That is insane. Yo, just to put that in perspective, literally, when The Simpsons came on the air, I was 18. Yeah. 18 years old. Mm. Like, Jesus Christ, man. It's been on forever. Yeah, and I mean, it's way older than me. So, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, I can't even believe, man. Howard Gordon's return to Fox has proved to be fruitful for the network. The premiere episode of his latest crime drama, Accused, was the highest rated and most watched debut across broadcast and cable in the last three years. Nice. The crime anthology series premiered last Sunday night to a record 2.0. O rating among the advertiser-friendly 18 to 49 demographic, as well as 8.4 million viewers, according to early live plus same-day Nielsen data. Now, Accused is now the top-rated scripted telecast of the 2022-2023 television season to date for both broadcasting and streaming. So there you go. It does look very good, and it looks like a lot of uh, Hollywood A-listers want to be on that show. Yeah, it's, it's one like, of those. I agree with you, and uh, let's not cut off the ending this time. The Apparently half the country on a certain broadcasting stations or whatever, they inadvertently something happened and it went down and they didn't see the ending. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. Uh, Well, Fox is developing a single cam comedy series, Get Buckets, from executive (laughs) producer and writer uh, Stephen Falk Mm. from You Are the Worst. And Al... Alan Maldonado yes. uh, from Heels, uh, Daryl Britton Gibson from The Wire, and Brandon Mitchell Smith from Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, Maldonado, Britt Gibson, and Smith will also star. Get Buckets also follows uh, three estranged brothers who must band together following their billionaire follow- father's alt- untimely death to figure out how to run the professional basketball team he left behind oh. and how to be a family in general. So that one actually sounds really really good i'm excited for that yeah and i and alan maldonado again another former guest of on our show i'm loving every week we're doing the industry news and we're hearing more and more of our former guests isn't that cool just getting it done man that is so awesome yeah uh okay jumping over to the bunny from the mouse we are going to warner brothers discovery where the second trailer for dc studios shazam fury of the gods starring of course zachary levi and aster angel in their return as billy batson aka shazam has arrived This time, fans get a closer look at Helen Mirren's turn as villain Hespera, of course, one of the daughters of the Greek god Atlas. Now, the filmmaking team from the original Shazam returns for the sequel, which includes David F. Sandberg directing from a screenplay by Henry Gayden with Peter Safran, ding, ding, producing, Hmm. who's, by the way, why does that name sound familiar? Because he's the co-CEO of DC Studios now with James Gunn. The sequel to 2019 Shazam will put a bigger spotlight on Batson's foster siblings who all have superhero powers and operate together as the Shazam family based on out of Philadelphia, of course. Now, rounding out the cast of siblings are Jack Dylan Grazier and Adam Brody as Frederick Freddie Freeman, Ross Butler and Ian Chen as Eugene Choi, Megan Good and Faith Herman as Darla Dudley, and Grace Fulton the only one who plays both characters as Mary Broomfield. Shazam 2 was initially set, as you guys know, for a holiday season 2022 release. 
was subsequently pushed back to avoid competing with James Cameron's Avatar The Way of Water, which clearly was a smart idea. Following the August merger between Warner Media and Discovery, the film was delayed again to mm. its current March date. Now, Shazam! Fury of the Gods... Hoping no more uh, delays will uh, make its theatrical release in just a month or so on March 17th. So, fingers crossed. We shall see, man. We shall see. Well, Mattel is revving up the engines for Warner Brothers' bad robot movie, Hot Wheels, with writers Dalton Lieb and Nicholas Jacobson Larson boarding to pin the live-action adaptation of the 54-year-old race car toys. Robbie Brenner, EP for Mattel Films, will lead the project alongside VP Kevin McCoyne, uh, VP and creative executive Andrew Scannell, Hannah Mingali, and John Cohen are overseeing for Bad Robot. So that's going to be very interesting. I think a lot of these productions are these studios need to create more family-friendly content at the moment because there hasn't been really a lot recently. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, yeah. I'm saying recently as in like where we're at right now. I guess Puss in Boots, but I mean, I feel yeah. like there needs to be more. Yeah. Oh, totally agree. Totally agree. I'm just and they're they're turning everything. Toys, board games, like everything. Warner Brothers Facts. is like, fuck it, whatever. Just take exactly. whatever. Turn it into a movie. Uh, HBO Max, oh my gosh, released the first trailer for Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine's Day special. Yeah. And I just want to tell you all right now, it is most definitely not safe for work. No. Do not open this up while you're at work. No. Why? Because literally all of the citizens of Gotham are literally, and this is how it's stated in the trailer, fucking like dogs in the streets. Mm. I'm not even kidding you. They actually are. In the trailer, Harley and Ivy have such powerful sex that Ivy accidentally casts a spell over Gotham that causes all of the citizens to rip off their clothes and do it in the streets like animals, as Harley would say. Meanwhile, Bane confronts the rhyming demon Edrigan for some dating advice. The cosmic supervillain Darkseid shows off his new stone-faced uh, uh, shows off his new stone-faced girlfriend, and Riddler proposes to his boyfriend, Clock King. The special holiday episode, which releases on HBO Max on February 9th, follows the same raunchy R-rated tone of the main series, which stars, of course, Kaylee Cuoco as Harley Quinn and Lake Bell as Poison Ivy. Now, according to the official synopsis, now that was all the good stuff, but the official synopsis, as Harley goes to obsessive lengths to ensure that her first Valentine's Day with Ivy is the best ever, Bane's efforts to impress an unexpected date go horribly awry. Meanwhile, after an unfortunate online dating encounter, Clayface engages in some self-love. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot happening. I do like, though, how they're going away from, you know, the television side and making it its own, like, standalone movie. I oh, think yeah. that's cool. I think a lot of animated shows do that, so I always think those find to be very successful, so that's good, but fuck, man. That'd that's be, yeah, that's I just, wild. The trailer alone had me just dying, so I, I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be hilarious. For sure. Well, this is what we were teasing <sighs> early on in the show. The HBO Max DC live-action series Titans and and Doom Patrol will both end on their current fourth 
seasons. Mm -hmm. According to sources, both productions were aware that these um, that they would be their final season some time ago, and thus both will have definitive endings. That's good. That is good. Uh, those sources also stress that these um, productions, that these it, decisions, these decisions, <laughs> wherever they are, we're um, not part of. No, we're not part of the definitive endings. That was also decided. I really lost my. Yeah, part. no, we're not, we're not part of the cost cutting. Uh, yeah, cost cutting <laughs> undertaken since the. Warner Brothers Discovery merger under the days of Zasloff and had seen a number of projects scrapped, including nearly completed Batgirl film, like we've talked about. James Gunn tweeted that the decision to end these shows preceded him taking over DC Studios and that he has well wishes for all involved with the shows. The fourth season of both Titans and Doom Patrol consists of 12 episodes split into two six-episode chunks. It's unclear when the second half of these seasons will air though so kind of sucks yeah it does but i'm glad to hear that james gunn was a fan and that it wasn't his decision and i'm yeah. hoping that he'll maybe take a playbook you know page from uh marvel and keep these actors because yeah. they're phenomenal and it you know they clearly i think play into his younger version of the dc universe I and i hope that he keeps them and does that and uh because i've stumbled now once and you've stumbled once peanut has come over to make sure we're okay yeah. <laughs> it's like guys are you good because yeah. i feel like y'all are fucking this thing up <laughs> yeah hey man at least we're on the air okay <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it's all good i am super stoked about this i was literally just asking you the other day or saying to you i wonder when this is coming back it's, it seems like it's been forever well now i know and i'm fucking excited as shit HBO announced that season four of Succession will premiere on Sunday, March 26th. That's right around the corner. The Cabler also released the first teaser for the new season in which the Roy kids plot against Logan as the sale of Waystar Royco to tech entrepreneur uh, Lucas Matson, of course, played by uh, Alexander Skarsgård, moves closer, causing family division and a struggle for power. Now, it's a tightrope walk on a straight razor, 500-foot reputational drop, says Kendall in the teaser. Also in the teaser, it appears that Connor and Willa tie the knot, and Tom settles into Logan's inner circle. Yeah, mm. Tom is real worried about if he gets divorced from the daughter, yeah. where the fuck does he fit in? But yeah. so he's trying to kiss some ass that's yeah, all i'm saying that's I'm just... for sure that's for sure well after receiving achieving hbo's <laughs> second most watched series premiere in more than a decade the last of us is now reaching an even a higher audience and breaking new record for pay tv channel mm. um according to measurements by nelson's combined with first party data at warner brothers discovery episode two brought in 5.7 million viewers across the linear airings on hbo HBO and streaming on HBO Max. That marks a 22% increase from last week's record-breaking 4.7 million, a number that Warner Brothers Discovery later reported had already jumped to 10 million oh, after wow. two days of availability. Per HBO, the jump from the initial premiere viewership to episodes two debut audience is the largest week two audience growth from an HBO original drama in history of the network. So that's really freaking surprising. Uh, yeah, and it's no surprise then with those type numbers that HBO has renewed The Last of Us for season two already. The move to renew the series comes as little surprise as it's been a hit with both critics and audiences. So, yeah, I mean, that, that was a no-brainer. 
no-brainer right there. Yeah, it's awesome. I would definitely recommend jumping on that one, especially with it only being a few episodes in. Definitely recommend it. It's really sure. good. Really good. Well, HBO Max is developing the comedy series Unfriendly Black Hotties from <laughs> Kiki Palmer and Jermaine Crawford and Amy Anabadi. Um, now, per the official logline, the series is a comedic satire exploring Gen Z's weaponization of political correctness told through the eyes of four high school girls. That's very interesting because you know how that goes. You're either far one way or far the other way, or you just don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm very interested to see how that one turns out. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's <laughs> going to be... I love the name. That's yeah. like a great original name. Um, while I'm disappointed that I wasn't chosen because I really want to play this guy, um, I am extremely happy for Michael Cudlitz, who will apparently be playing a new version of Lex Luthor in the upcoming third season of CW's Superman and Lois. Yeah. Now, per the official character description, Lex is known to the world as the visionary billionaire behind LexCorp, but secretly the criminal underworld knows who lex truly is a brutal psychopath who terrorizes anyone he crosses paths with when lexer day when lexer when lex debuts this season it's been years since he dropped out of the public eye and he's re-emerging hell-bent on correcting a personal injustice by enacting revenge on the two people he feels have wronged him superman and Lois, of yeah. course, played by Tyler and Elizabeth, who are, in my version, uh, my opinion, great versions. Let's keep them, James. Let's yes, keep them. I'm just saying, do. let's keep them. Please do. And I mean, it's always up in the air of what's going to happen. Right. And the CW has added real-life married couple Ethan Embry and Sonny Mabry in the upcoming DC series Gotham Knights. Oh. The couple will portray Arthur and Crystal Brown. Per the network, Arthur is a meticulous and eccentric host of Jeopardy-like game show. Arthur is always the smartest person in the room, is also known as a clue master mm -hmm. of one of Gotham's criminals. His character keeps a squeaky clean image for the public, and his dark side will go to great lengths to protect his appearance. Ooh. Now, the wife of the local celebrity, Crystal, is a natural, camera-ready charmer, but also, as close, uh, closest to her know that Crystal is warm and kind one minute and suddenly cold the next because she is struggling with a secret addiction that threatens to ruin her happy home. Ooh. A lot of shit happened on that yeah, show. Yeah, Damn. I like it, though. Those, those are good, obscure characters that I think are going to be great to see on TV for the first for time. For sure. Uh, jumping over to Paramount, Emmy-winning writer-producer Ed Rylick from Unforgettable, the former CBS entertainer head of programming Tom Sherman and the NAACP Image Award nominated filmmaker Mo McCray have joined the creative team of the freshman CBS drama series East New York. The expansion of the show's producing team follows the full season order of the freshman series. It also comes after the exits last fall of series executive producers Christine and Mark Holder following uh, an investigation by Warner Brothers TV. Uh-oh. East New York is the number two primetime series delivering 7.09 million viewers per episode in the most current ratings and it is the number two entertainment program among African American viewers so it's mm. huge yeah. and if I'm not mistaken I think it's number two behind number one Fire Country For sure. so CBS is killing it with that I'm a huge fan of this show if you haven't checked it out you should definitely do it the cast is phenomenal the story is outstanding and I think it takes a real look at what's happening
happening right now uh, in society between cops and and civilians. And uh, yeah, check it out for sure. Definitely. Well, the Fragile sequel series at Paramount Plus has added Andreas Keith and Jess Sagaro uh, to its cast. What? The pair join leading uh, man Kelsey Grammer, as well as cast members Nicholas Lindhurst and uh, Jake uh, Cutmore Scott. Now, Keith will star as David, uh, Frazier's nephew. <laughs> um, the character is a son of Niles and Daphne from the original show who was born during the two-part series finale. Now an adult, David is described as an awkward college freshman with a perchant for off-kilter observations. Mm. Now, Fraser's nephew, David, has Niles' intelligence and Daphne's smile, and neither of their polish. Oh. Uh, David's <laughs> unearned confidence may confuse some, but Fraser has a fondness for his nephew's earnest enthusiasm. Now, Sigurio uh, will star as Eve, Freddie's uh, roommate. Eve is described as spontaneous, outgoing, and bursting with creative <laughs> energy, whether it was asked for or or not, Eve is a breath of fresh air with an immediate ability to connect with both Fraser and Freddie. Now, Eve is critically bridged between uh, father and son as they adapt to, uh, adapt to uh, reconcile. Plot details are being kept mostly under wrap for the series, but the official long line states Fraser is off to a different city with new challenges to face. A new relationship to forge and an old dream or two to finally fulfill. Fraser has re-entered the building. No, nothing like toss salad and scrambled eggs. That's man. right. I am so excited. These descriptions sound amazing. Niall's son is going to be fucking hysterical. Uh, I'm all in on this show. Huge fan of the original, and I cannot wait for this one to come. For sure. Uh, NBC Universal, uh, the anticipated biopic of music legend Madonna. Not happening, Not guys. Happening. It's taking an indefinite holiday. <laughs> the project which the icon was going to direct herself is no longer in development at Universal Pictures. Speculation over the fate of the movie began instantly after Madonna announced a career-spanning world tour last week, one that sold out shows in New York, London, Paris, and other cities in literal minutes, guys. Insiders familiar with Madonna said her sole focus is the tour, but she remains committed to making a film about her life one day it's so interesting too because did you see that like it was basically a whole bunch of entertainment industry a-listers that were all sitting around like jack black little wayne madonna and a couple of others and they're all playing like truth or dare or yeah. some shit and somebody dared madonna to do this thing i wonder if it was just a big publicity stunt for this it seems so, to because yeah. remember her her truth or dare documentary back in the day yeah. I, I thought maybe it was a play on that maybe, maybe. it was all publicity. it was very interesting but yeah her she like stuck her tongue down jack black's mouth so it was it was very freaking interesting so yeah we'll see how this goes and see how successful it is but people love madonna so they still, still. that's what i was gonna say you know regardless of you whether you like her music or not or all the controversy that she calls being in the industry for 40 plus years almost 50 years and you can still sell out tickets in minutes yeah. that's an impressive feat exactly well nbc has ordered a pilot for wolf a hour-long medical drama from writer mm. and producer michael grassi now uh, producer director lee tolan kruger Krieger, uh, and executive uh, producer Greg Berlanti, ah. not tapping anybody. Uh, <laughs> the project comes from Warner Brothers uh, 
Television, where all three are under deals. Wolf is inspired by the books of uh, The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat and An Anthropologist uh, on Mars by Oliver Sacks. It follows a revolutionary larger-than-life uh, neurologist and his team of interns as they explore the last great frontier, the human mind, mm. while also grappling with their own relationships and mental health. Oh. That sounds really good. Yeah, because we need another medical drama. It's true. No, we do. It's we true. do. Like, that's the only thing that seems like, you know, if yeah. it's not cop shows or medical dramas, you don't have a chance. Exactly. Just saying. I'm really excited about this one, and if I didn't have these uh, headphones on right now, I'd be tugging my ear. All you old people know exactly what I'm talking about. NBC has announced a new special, Carol Burnett, 90 Years of Laughter and Love, to pay tribute to the comedy icon on her birthday. Taking place at the Avalon Hollywood, beautiful place, we were just there recently, mm -hmm. for Jason Ritter's uh, charity event. The new two-hour special will bring together Burnett's friends, colleagues, and admirers with personal tributes and musical performances. The retrospective special will look back at the most memorable moments in Burnett's illustrious career, from Once Upon a Mattress on Broadway to Miss Hannigan and Annie to the 11 seasons of The Carol Burnett Show. The birthday celebration will air April 26th at 8 p.m. and stream on Peacock April 27th. Nice. So excited for that one. The Carol Burnett Show was one of my favorite shows growing up. Tim Conway and Harvey Korman and, and, and just Lyle Wagner and, and Vicki Lawrence. And the whole, you can't watch it without fucking laughing. Yeah. They couldn't get through it without laughing. Yeah. So if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor. Watch that and then catch this uh, special. For sure. For sure. Well, Peacock has set its recurring cast for season two of Doctor death adding rita volk from faking it judy reyes from succession jack mm -hmm. devenport from 10 percent annika Borez from succession and sandra bernays from snabba cash previously announced for season two cast includes luke kirby ashley mcgaki um gustav hammerson uh, season two of the anthology series will feature uh the miracle man storyline mm. based on the most recent third season of the wondery podcast a uh, Polo Marciani, played by Edgar Ramirez, is a charming surgeon renowned for his innovative operations that earn him the nickname Miracle Man. When investigative journalist Benita Alexander, played by Mandy Moore, approaches him for the story, the line between personal and professional begins to blur. Changing her life forever, she learns how far Palo will go to protect his secrets. A group of doctors halfway across the world make shocking discoveries of their own that they call everything about the Miracle Man into question. Mm. So... That one's going to be good. I think this anthology series thing is catching more and more gravel. Um, so I feel like a lot of these streamers are doing this now. So oh, yeah. Especially sense. when it's true crime. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think everybody is – they're so addicted to those true crime stories. So Facts. Hey, this one, honestly, is kind of a shock. I mean, I think a lot of people were looking forward to this one, and now they're going to be upset. <laughs> Vampire Diaries creators Julie Pleck and Kevin Williamson's planned adaptation of the comic book series Dead Day is no longer – Longer moving forward at Peacock. Uh. 
The move comes despite the fact that the show was ordered straight to series at the NBC Universal-owned streamer back in January. Uh, news of Dead Day not moving forward comes shortly after it was announced that Pleck and Margarita McIntyre's series adaptation of the young adult novel Vampire Academy had been canceled after one season. Uh. Apparently, uh, NBC Universal and Peacock not so much into uh, vampires. That's what it seems like, man. That's what it seems like. No, we're done with vampires. On to zombies. Like, it's fine. It's fine. Well, Sony, Colleen Hoover's best-selling romantic novel, It Ends With Us, is getting a film adaptation with Blake Lively and Justin Bellinoni attached to Star. There you go. Now, the film is in development at Sony's Pictures, and Bellinoni is set to direct and executive produce under his Wayfarer Studios banner, uh, which is co-financing. Mm. Le- Lively is also executive producing alongside Hoover. Uh, Steve Schwartz, Sorowitz, uh, and uh, Andrew Kolo. Uh, it's uh, ending with us follows a small town girl Lily who moves to Boston to start her own business sparks immediate fly sparks immediately fly uh, between her and uh, neurosurgeon Ryle but his complete aversion to relationships is disturbing mm. even even as Lily finds herself becoming the exception to his no dating rule she can't help but wonder what made him that way in the first place as questions about her new relationship overwhelm her so do thoughts of atlas corrigan her first love and link to the past she left behind he was her kindred spirit her protector when atlas suddenly reappears everything lily has built in ryle is threatened oh now that sounds like a lot happening man so I'm excited to see yeah. what happens. Good thing her real life relationship is like so stable and solid. Because yeah. every movie she makes, she gets herself in some crazy ass trouble. That's, That's true. all I'm saying. Sony Pictures Classics has also landed the worldwide rights to A Little Prayer. Mm. The film is directed and scripted by Angus McLaughlin, who scripted the SPC release Junebug. Mm. The film follows Tammy, who's going to be played by Jane Levy, yeah, uh, and husband David, who will be played by Will Pullen, who lead a Quiet life in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Oh, right up the road from us. Sharing a home with David's parents, Bill and uh, Vanita. Now, David and Bill work together and have always been closely involved in each other's lives. When Bill begins to suspect that David's straying in his marriage, Mm. he is drawn into a relationship minefield caught between wanting to protect his daughter-in-law and trying to understand his impulsive son. Mm. As Bill confronts the limits of patriarchal influence, he is also forced to reckon with the disheartening behavioral patterns that may be transcending generations that's kind of fucked up your son is cheating on his wife and like, right that's kind of you're just like stuck in the middle of it yeah that man. doesn't sound that's, good at that's all. a lot that's a lot happening but yeah i mean it makes sense i'm excited to watch that one too I mean, a sure. lot of good stuff about to come out or is being developed i mean yeah Am- i wouldn't cheat on jane levy i'm just saying i know right like, what? what are you what? doing <laughs> amazon and mgm ben affleck's next directorial effort air mm. about to uh about the birth of air jordan brand and the partnership between nike and the rookie Michael Jordan has set an April 5th global theatrical release before it heads to Prime Video. 
the film is the first project from uh, Affleck, Affleck and Matt Damon's art artist equity. Equipty, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Equity. Equity. Uh, in collaboration with Amazon just coffee. Studios, uh, Skydance Sports, and Melendi uh, Pictures. The cast includes uh, Damien as Nike's executive, Sonny Verocco, Aflac as Nike's co founder, Phil Knight, and Jason Bateman as Rob Stresser. Uh, uh, Chris Messina as David Falk, Matthew Mayer as Peter Moore, Marlon Wayans as uh, George Reveling, and Chris Tucker as Howard White. Now, Viola Davis as Dolores Jordan, oh. uh, Gastoff Skarsgård as uh, Horst Dassler, and uh, Julius Tennant as James Jordan. Amazon Studios will distribute the film globally, and Warner Brothers Pictures will handle international as part of a uh, distribution pack with uh, Amazon's MGM. So a lot of stuff happening there. That one sounds exciting. It really does, and that's a hardcore cast right there. It is. Shit. Amazon is developing a series version of Claudia Lux's novel, Sign Here, with their golden girl, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, set to executive produce. The series falls under Waller-Bridge's Amazon overall deal, which she recently renewed. Now, per the official logline for Sign Here, the series is a darkly humorous, utterly gripping debut novel about a guy who works in hell, mm. literally. <laughs> Peyote Trip has a pretty good gig in the deal's department on the fifth floor of hell. Sure, none of the pens work, the coffee machine has been out of order for a century, and the only drink on offer is Jägermeister, but it's still hell. And after waiting a millennial, he comes up with a plan that might just change his and death forever. All right, that's a lot happening. So many interesting premises. Man. Uh yeah. So well, they need a Lucifer replacement. I guess. I'm just saying. I guess that's what they're trying for. I think. Heading over to Netflix, Fair Play, one of the busiest movies to premiere at this year's Sundance Film Festival, has sold to Netflix in a massive twenty million dollar deal. <laughs> To uh, pact for its global rights, given the warm reception of the film sparked a bidding war amongst uh, several key distributors, including Searchlight and Neon. Chloe Dermont directed Fair Play in her feature debut, and the psychological thriller Bridgerton, breakout Phoebe Devnor, and solo star Eldon Ehrenrich uh, play the newly engaged couple who keeps their relationship in secret because they work together at a cutthroat hedge fund. Mm. Now, when uh, Denoer's uh, character Emily gets promoted over Ehrenrich's Luke, uh, the couple's power dynamic uh, shifts crazy. So, a lot of stuff happening there. Netflix, man, I mean, I thought you weren't trying to spend money. Right. But look at you now. Like 20 mil. Like, that's a lot to pay for a, for a film that yeah. we don't know how it's going to do or not do. So It was interesting. I was listening to another podcast, The Town, and they were talking about how not a lot of movies have been purchased this year, but it seems like a lot of the numbers are swaying, and they're trying to see, you know, the theatrical release calendar and how they can mix that with streaming, and they're trying to figure out, you know, if it's going to be more viable to wait until after the festival is done to start, you know, 
pitching for these movie purchases. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it all comes about and see where it goes. So I'm excited for it, though. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, well, heading over to our top five segment, man. This one's special because it is things we are looking forward to in this upcoming year. And it's a lot of different things because we're working on stuff personally. We're working on stuff like for the company and just all of these things like it's an ever evolving like door basically oh, so for sure trying to for figure sure. it all out um for me films that are being released that is one of my top five things that i'm anticipating this year there's a lot of good stuff i mean that charlie and the chocolate factory movie i'm super excited to see how that's going to turn out of course all the marvel stuff all the marvel tv shows because it's been a while for a marvel tv show um but yeah i'm just always so excited to see the theatrical calendar you know and see what i can anticipate to come out and what i can tend to anticipate to see on a streamer as well so i'm excited for all that hell yeah i mean the 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 a kickoff of the next MCU phase. I'm like, how can you not be pumped Seriously. about that? Like, come on now. Uh, my number five is continuing work on our drama series, The Raven's Vision. Uh, we are so close to having everything that we need done with that thing and then shoot a concept pilot and pitch this thing to a streamer. Uh, our goal for this coming year is to either be greenlit and or sell the project off to one of those streamers. And I feel like we're getting really, really close, guys. And I am super excited about that. That is our first foray into writing our first foray into writing a television series and uh we're super pumped about this one is loosely based on us and our own experiences within the industry and uh and then loosely based on what's happening in the industry and i think it's really exciting and i think i'm definitely looking forward to seeing where that thing goes this year because i think it's going to be a good year for the raven's vision i completely agree man completely agree well another one that i'm super excited about is the oscars the nominations just came out and there's a lot of the process of the oscars especially us preparing for it Mm. i mean that's just one of the most fun things because coda wasn't even on our radar we had heard about it before oh yeah then we watched it on uh apple and fucking we were like this needs to win so i'm hoping there can be a standout like that this year right i'm really anticipating that because you know when we first go into it Sometimes we haven't even really seen a lot of the trailers yet, or we watch the trailer right before watching the actual film. So it's always a fun process to find new creative films that expand our mind. And I mean, I was a super big fan of Everything Everywhere All at Once because it's so far out there. And I, you know, I love anime and it's like a live action anime. And you were like, man, this was a lot. <laughs> it was, it was, it was really intense and really deep, but uh, beyond original, right? The yeah. creativity and the original concept of it is outstanding. And, and the cast is phenomenal. I think this film is one of the first ones in a long time that I agree deserved every nomination it got. Agreed. I, I, I just think it's at that level, and uh, kudos to all of them. That's fantastic. For sure. Um, my number four is, and I'm super excited about this, uh, doing my first speaking engagement in several dozen years. Uh, I've done them in the past before, and I always love any opportunity to talk about the industry that we love and get out there and, and present it to other people and get them fired up about the industry that we love. And... um. 
especially when it's amongst the community and it, you know, it can, it can help our industry within the community and maybe help the community itself because of the industry. And I'm going to get that opportunity in a couple of months, uh, to speak with the local guys here in uh, North Carolina and, uh, you know, pitch crazy ant and pitch the industry and talk about what we do. And it's going to be super fun. I haven't like, it's like I said, it's been a really long time since I've been able to do something like that. And it's going to be a blast and don't worry, you guys will get to see it and, uh, see pictures and video and it's going to be amazing and you can see how we do and what it's all about but i'm pumped about it yes because i sure. you know i don't really like to talk but no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm it excited is. about it yeah. uh, number three this one is always on our new year's resolutions and things we look forward to for but sure getting physically but also mentally fit because we've been taking care of our bodies as long along with our mental health a lot this year aka starting the new podcast mm. and doing everything like that so so, I mean, to be able to stick to a regular scheduled routine and to start eating right again and to meditate properly and to take time out and just, you know, decompress, unplug and be able to be okay and not think about just all the stressful stuff. Think about things that make us happy. Um, I've been trying to do that a lot recently and think about things that, you know, I don't have to plan for. Just think about the fun stuff like putting together my new fashion wardrobe. I've started a Google Drive where it's like <laughs> tops, bottoms, accessories, <laughs> shoes. Like, So I'm really looking forward to broadening my horizon with the fashion game and broadening, broadening my horizon with just everything else that I have going on like personally. So that's something that I'm super excited about. And being physically fit, that's also a great another way of meditation because it uh, freaking unplugs you from life itself. And the weights, the bar, all those things, they don't judge you. They're just here to try to help you. So that's why I love both getting mentally and physically fit. I love that. Yeah. My goal uh, with fashion is to have my shirts be as colorful as my shoes. I go. do really well with shoes. I have all different kinds. They're all different colors. They're bold. They're, you know, all get, I, I tend to lean heavily towards black on yeah. all my shirts, and I'm trying real hard to get out of that and be more colorful. Yes, my we, personality is very colorful, it but is. It's, my wardrobe is very subdued. It is. So I'm working on that. I'm right there with you. I don't know what else to say. Um, my number three, I am super pumped about this because if you guys have been following us, you know we've been talking about expansion and growing the company. It's getting bigger and bigger. And as we continue to grow and as we continue to get bigger, we need to make sure that the company is also going where it needs to go to be able to, you know, you hear about all the time you grow out of a space, right? You grow out of something. Well, we feel like we've kind of grown out of where we're at now. And to continue that expansion, we need to go to the bigger markets. We need to go someplace that's booming right now so relocating crazy ant media that's happening this year we are making a move and i am super pumped about it i think relocating the company to a market where the industry is starting to really see a resurgence and boom is going to be amazing I think it's going to do extremely well for our expansion, both for the company and for us personally. I think that that's also going to be an amazing part of it. And I'm super stoked about it. Anytime you get to kind of like go to a new place and do new things and start like, you know, engaging in all this kind of just like awesome stuff with new people and new, you know, networks and new things. It's, it's going to be really amazing. I'm super pumped for this. I agree too, man. I agree. I always love going to new locations and figuring out where like all the hotspots 
spots are, yeah, like yeah. places we can go vis- visit frequently, and places to take pictures because you guys know we love cameras. So yes. I mean, come on now, come on. Um, number two for me is the same thing, basically, as you uh, accomplishing Crazy Ant Media's goals. We have a whole bunch of different stuff that we have going on. We are excited about creating divisions because we have so much more than live action projects. We have animated projects, and we also have podcast projects, and we want to expand on that as well yes. to give other people the opportunity to let their voices be heard, letting them start their own podcasts, and to be able to uh, completely you know, start our fashion game as well. We want to start building a, a whole new type of industry when it comes to uh, fashion. We want to create our own uh, line. We want to create our own merchandise, as we've been doing so far, but we also want to bring get more involved in that certain situation. And I mean, there's so many things that we want to get on board with. We have an app that we are developing at the same time. We're Just so much stuff that is going on here at Crazy Ant Media that we're super freaking excited about and it's all obtainable man it's all obtainable for your goals are obtainable our goals are obtainable you just have to dedicate time and effort to put forth in what you are doing so Hell yeah. I'm super excited for that yeah uh by far and i think i think it's going to be an amazing journey and i think that the you know crazy Ant is well it's done so well over the previous years but it's well on its way to just even more greatness in the coming years including this one and i'm just super pumped about that one thing that i'm really excited about this coming year i kind of started it last year and it's rolling over into this year and i hope to do a lot more of it this year is reconnecting with old friends yeah for a long time i had stepped away and not really kind of just connected or been around some of my lifelong friends and and friends that I've known you know just for even a small amount of years I just felt like I was so focused on other things um that I that I just kind of like didn't give quality time to them and last year towards the end of last year I really took some time to start reconnecting with old friends and getting back into their lives and having them be a part of my life again and I want to continue that journey this year and I'm super excited about that I think that the relocation is going to play heavily into that as well. And uh, I'm just super pumped. Anytime that you can reconnect. And the great thing about it last year, and I think going into this year too, is that it was just like yesterday. Picking up right where we left off, and it didn't miss a beat, even though it had been a series of years. And so I'm hoping that that continues this year, and I'm really looking forward to it and because uh, I've missed them. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, number one for me is going to be a huge monumental thing because it's happening at the beginning of next next year and uh man oh man i don't even feel like completely i don't even feel old enough to be doing this but uh, <laughs> planning a wedding planning uh, emily and i's wedding it's super exciting we got the Woo! venue reserved um you're gonna definitely be crying like a baby when you're walking her down the aisle i feel like because i mean you are getting very emotional in your old age we i cried like a baby when she graduated high school exactly i teared up when she graduated college i'm i there's no way you got that just make sure that the aisle is waterproof because <laughs> it's going to be like a wave coming yeah. down there like it's, i can't even imagine it is super exciting though because it is starting a whole new journey her and i have been together for almost five years now so i mean starting that whole new journey and to just you know dedicate ourselves to each other i feel like that's very important and every single day we grow closer and learn more about each other and it's always a non-stop learning experience that's for sure so it's always being open to each other's thoughts and praises and everything like that so it's been very 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 freaking 
entertaining, interesting, and all of the above. So yeah, number one for me is thing I'm looking forward to this upcoming year is planning our wedding and finally making it happen, man. I'm super excited about it. Well, there you go. And uh, I've been there, done that. So my number one <laughs> is what I'm what I'm most looking forward to this year is, and it's only January, and it's only you know we got a long time to go, but is continuing my journey of self. Yeah. Right. Like so, if you guys know, for the past six years or so, I've just really taken the time to set aside all of the outside of the world and just really turn in and focus on myself because I was at a really bad spot in life and I just was not a happy person. I was angry and I was lost and I just, you know, there, there were things that were internally causing strife externally in my life and it was affecting not just me but a lot of people and I made the decision a few years back to really just turn inward and start fixing that where can I go what can I do to start fixing me so that I can be better for others and uh I'm really excited about continuing that journey this year it's been an amazing journey so far I am not at all the person I was just six years ago and I don't think by the end of this year I'm going to be the person that I am now I am growing and learning so much about myself and my interaction with other people and just who I am as a person and what I want out of life and where I want to be out of life and how can I not be excited about continuing that because it's just life's freaking a amazing right now and yeah. i'm i just feel like in i'm in the best place of my life that i've ever been and i just want to continue that and to continue to grow and see where else this journey takes me because i have no idea exactly. i know i've got a long life to continue to live and this journey is going to continue and uh, i'm just super excited to see where it continues to take me because i mean i'm just fucking loving it for sure, man. For sure. A lot of things happening. And I feel like our lists are very much the same, just in different spots. No, yeah, and no, like, totally. And I mean, that's, and that's because our journey is forever linked. Exactly. And I mean, where we go, we go together. And it's always been like that since we've known each other. And I feel like it's always going to be like that. And that's also... One of the things that I'm looking forward to is continuing what we have, our personal relationship, our professional relationship, and where our journeys take us. Yeah. Because our paths go like this, but they're always like this. Yeah. Right? So while we're off to the sides, we're always together, and that's kind of like the awesome thing about it. And for sure. I'm for sure looking forward to that every year yeah. to continue to see where that goes. So um, tell us what you're excited about this year, man. We're almost done with January, but shit, you got 11 months to go. What the fuck are you excited about? Exactly. What do you want to do? What do you want to see where are you going who i mean just like tell us we love the interaction in the comments for sure for sure like i said uh on twitter we love the interaction uh comment section anywhere and everywhere you're listening to this so thank you for that uh heading over to the box office recap avatar the way of water continues its reign at number one at uh, 20 million this week uh puss in boots at number two uh with 11 and a half megan at number three with 9.8 Missing at number four with 9.3, and A Man Called Auto with 9 million. Yeah. Uh, well, new movies coming out uh, right now. Maybe I do. Distant. BTS, yet to come to cinemas. Um, 80 for Brady is coming out next week. And A Knock at the Cabin, that mm. Dave Batista one. I'm super excited about that one. Yeah, it I looks scary too. as fuck, and I'm all in. Like and It looks very freaking interesting. Well, movies you can still go see right now are Plane, House Party, That Time I Got Reincarnated as Slime the Movie, Scarlet Bond, whatever the fuck that is. What? Um, the Whale and mm. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. 
all the good stuff. And IMDb Pro's top trending segment, Man Oh Man, the top trending movie right now is The Menu. Mm. I definitely recommend this one, at least a good old one-time watch. It's definitely interesting. It makes you think, and you're just like, damn, there's a lot happening. For sure. Um, no, the top trending TV show is The Last of Us, of course, which makes sense because the top trending star is Bella Ramsey, who, I mean, doesn't have an English accent because all, both of you, everybody knows that her and Pedro are from the original Game of Thrones as well, and she had an English accent in that. And she doesn't have an English accent in this. So that's awesome. I mean, because you never know who's a Brit and who's not nowadays. So, I mean, it's true. It's true. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for getting crazy with us on episode 216 of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Be sure to follow our company on all social media platforms at Crazy Ant Media. Follow the podcast at ItCaf Podcast. And follow us personally on social media. Myself at J Logan Austin on all social media platforms. And crazy ant ceo on all social media platforms that's right and you can can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast anchor apple podcast spotify google play music our radio youtube podbean stitcher and so much more be sure to watch us on youtube like the video subscribe to the channel and ring the bell for all the latest and greatest notifications coming out of hollywood and crazy ant media and we have a new podcast out right now everything's okay and that's our mental health based podcast where every bi-weekly we are talking about certain subjects that we have experienced throughout our lives and we are trying to help one person at a time and that's really all that matters and our social media handles on that ones are everything's okay the letters and p for podcast everything's okay p right there follow us on instagram and twitter for that one and be sure to visit our website www.crazyantmedia.com where you can start rocking the latest and greatest crazy ant media gear you ever got a gift that or a person that you need a gift for that you have no idea what to get them well head over to crazyantmedia.com and we will find something perfect for you but man oh man i'm actually really excited uh like we said in top five and at the beginning of the industry news i'm excited for these oscar movies because it's always so surprising you know how you feel at the end of them because you watch the trailer and sometimes you're not moved by the trailer but then after you watch the film you're like shit that was really good that's how i felt about belfast last year yeah and uh obviously coda like we talked about but there's a lot of stuff on here that i'm super excited about yeah and sometimes you're really moved by the trailer and pumped and then the movie sucks exactly so i mean you never you never know and that's why we go out of our way to make sure that we watch every single film Facts. nominated so that we can make educated decisions and still lose to Emily. Uh, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, I am excited about the Oscars. I'm excited for our Oscar watch party. We always have an amazing time when we do that. It's always a bunch of fun and we love that you guys are, are watching along with us. Last year, you know, they don't show the Oscars around the world as much as you would think that they do and we had so many of you guys that were able to watch the Oscars yeah, because you were watching us and that's amazing if we can do that for others and get you fired up about the movies that's freaking amazing it we is. love to do that for we sure. love to do that i'm um honestly just re- sitting here reflecting i'm excited and worried about the future of the dc universe and where that's going Facts. and uh uh it's still just a couple of days from the end of the month and james gunn promised us what major announcements yeah. <laughs> for dc and where are they what's happening what's going on um we want to know so that and um just yeah, it, it, it's, you know, the whole show, I just love talking about all of the stuff and, and, and the controversy and the good and the bad. And um, 
Yeah, I just get excited about it. You and know? the I nice new board. The nice new board. Yeah, I was super pumped and excited that we have a nice new board slash mixer that we're doing this thing on now. Yeah, and yeah. it's just, it's sleek, it's black, it's got colorful knobs, and it's got a lot more uh, microphone um, options. And so we can we can just build this bad boy out to a bunch of different things. For man. sure, man. You guys are lucky you even got an episode this week because there was so much happening behind <laughs> the scenes. But we're happy to bring it to you we knew we needed to especially with the oscar nominations but man oh man we love it absolutely love it and of course i mean there's one more person that we love and we have to talk about every single time the one the only oprah